What is going on, DFC fans? Welcome back to the fifth slash six. I know we were going to make that 100 special, and I still do plan on doing that. It just takes forever to make an hour long, so that's going to be postponed. So we're going to call this five and a half. Actually, we'll call it six. We'll call it six. Welcome back to the sixth episode of the DFC Recap. I'm your host, Packers, three times DFC champion, and the first person to successfully defend the belt two plus times, breaking almost every record in the DFC while fighting. Today, we're going to talk about some just normal things in the DFC. We're not going to go back in time. We're not going to do any big things. We're just going to talk about DFC 118, the World Awaits card, and we will discuss some controversial opinions, some things that other fighters have been saying, and the future of the DFC. And I think it's going to be a really fun episode. We're not going to have a script today. We're going to go straight off what I believe, and that is it. So let's get right into it. All right, let's start this episode off by talking about DFC 118. We're going to start from the early prelims and work our way up to the main event. Um, So we'll go up in order. We're going to start with the third fight of the early prelims, which is Hugo Visser, I think is how you pronounce his last name. I've never watched him fight before, um, versus Timmy Toms. And I don't know much about either of these fighters. Based just off of what I can see, Hugo is a less experienced fighter, and Timmy Toms has a bit of experience. Um, One's Muay Thai, one's uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And personally, I think that... Timmy Thomas is going to come up on top. I don't have really any reason for this opinion. I just think that he has the better statistics, and I think Muay Thai is just the superior fighting style, especially right now. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has kind of faded away out of the DFC. It's not really the big trend anymore. Um, so, yeah, I think we have Timmy Thomas coming up on top, winning that fight. And then we have the second fight, which is DPM 33 versus Diego Montoya. Now, this one is a little bit less controversial because I know one of these fighters. I've seen Diego Montoya fight, and he has not done great lately. I won't lie. But this dude is still very, very dangerous, and I think he is going to pick apart DPM. He's going to absolutely annihilate him. Diego Montoya is going to come out on top over DPM 33 and continue his heavyweight journey. Hopefully he can turn around and stop his very journeyman type career. I think he can do it. I think he can do it. And then, oh, actually something to add about that one is those are two clans fighting. That's the Griffin family versus the street fighters. So it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top, who's prepared there's more. Um, and we'll get more into clans later in this episode. Then we have, I'm so sorry for butchering this, um, Cyril de Aquino, who has not had a great career so far, versus Meltz, who has kind of been on the downfall. So these are two fighters that are not very good and are trying to bounce back and become better in the DFC. And one of these fighters is very experienced. The other one is not so experienced, at least with this character. And this is two cruiserweights, so this is the newest division, which we will also talk about later. Um, But I think Meltz is coming up on top here with his Muay Thai abilities over the wrestling abilities of Cyril de Aquino. Cyril de Aquino has five losses and only two wins. He doesn't really have the measurements, I think, to win this fight. 
But I, I will gladly be taken by surprise if he does. So yeah. Um, and now we're going to get into our preliminary card. And we have five fights on this preliminary card. And there are some pretty juicy ones. First off, we start with a cruiserweight fight between Guy and Floyd Woodley. Both these fighters have made kind of a like big stomp recently. Guy is just an absolute veteran. Guy of class. He completely like honestly in my opinion best person to never win a title in the dfc and he's been so close so many times and i really do root for him every time um but yeah guy is going up against floyd willie floyd willie is coming off of some really good catchweight fights he hasn't had much success at cruiserweight and i'm thinking he should honestly change divisions at this point because he is doing really good in other divisions um he's coming off a few losses to um people that I think just are superior to him at this at this weight. I don't think he's comfortable at this weight, and I think he really should be changing divisions. But he does have a lot of motivation, and I think this is going to be a really good fight. I think Guy will, however, beat him. He's coming off of an RNG win against Meltz. And I think his defensive boxing is going to absolutely be amazing. I think he's going to counter Floyd Woodley and... Although Floyd Willie is also a defensive boxer, I think guys will just outweigh him today. Let's see, though, because Floyd Willie might be matured after fighting some other fighters from different divisions. So I will be very, very excited to see what happens there. And then we have another one that is very hard for me to pronounce. It's a bantamweight fight. It is Misag Kaberti. I've never heard of him before. But, hey, I mean mediocre career at this point versus Cedric Woods and I know Cedric Woods I think uh, that's a brilliant fighter I think that he is going to win the bantamweight um win the bat I think he's going to win the bantamweight title one day sorry I mixed up my words for a second and I think his more is going to come out on top so that's my prediction for that fight I also think for the next fight Andrew versus Etuan Holmi I think that's how you say it Etuan Holmi's coming up on top um, he's been very good lately, and although he's coming off of a few losses, I think he's I think he's gonna win. And then we have Dan Booker versus Ghost, which is a very very good fight. I'm actually very excited for this one, and I think Ghost is gonna win this fight. And I'm gonna actually make a prediction on third round, third round, KO, third round KO by Ghost. I think he's just the more experienced fighter. He's just going to come out on top. Then we have Cowboy Cerrone versus Max. Max. Is kind of fallen off. And although it's really hard for me to say that because I'm very close to him, I think Cowboy Cerrone's going to win. And I really hope I'm wrong on that one. Then we have Kumar versus Just Daniel. Just Daniel coming back from his last few fights. I think he's really making a triumph here. And I think Just Daniel is going to come out on top over Kumar because Kumar. Uh, man, he's he's got so many fights, and he has quite this resume of people he's beaten, but he has so many losses that I just think, I don't know. Um, And this next fight, I have honestly no idea. I'm just going to flip a coin and between Jake Hawkins and Dan, and I, I'm just saying Dan, Dan, Dan wins. Dan wins over Jake Hawkins, even though, yeah, even though Jake Hawkins is a boxer, and I think that boxing is amazing. Um... This next fight is actually very, very important. We have Andre Almas versus Alexa Blackwood. And I think this fight is make or break for Alexa Blackwood. If Alexa does not win this fight, I think she retires. I think there's no coming back for Alexa if she doesn't win this fight. This is a very, very important fight. And I will make sure 
to be tuning into this one and seeing what happens here. And I think Alexa does so well under pressure that she will come out on top. Here's something I found on the oh, web. Oh, shit. Well, Alexa, turn off. Well, this is what we get for doing this in one take. Um, if I say that name, it goes off. So, so Blackwood, we're just going to say Blackwood from now on. Blackwood is one of the best Muay Thai artists I've ever seen. And I think she comes out on top in this fight and wins. And makes her last little triumph to get that belt before she retires. Then we have Ruffles, who has taken this division by storm, versus Jordy. Jordy being one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. And honestly, being a part of Evolution FC, I think it would be extremely biased of me to not pick Jordy. I'm sorry, Ruffles is a great guy. I know him. But Jordy's coming out on top here. He's going to get the win. Then... We have our main event, and there's a few things about this one. We have Requise, who apparently people are calling the GOAT heavyweight, which I will talk about later because that is completely foolish and wrong, and I just don't agree with that. So stay tuned for that. But yes, that is happening, and he's going up against Ja Morant, and I think Requise is going to win this fight. I don't think Ja, I don't think ja has the ability to win this fight. I think Requise is just going to absolutely destroy the elderly and... um. Yeah, but that actually makes me very mad because somehow that makes him a goat in people's opinion, which I just completely disagree with. But once again, we'll get in that. And that is the whole DSC 118 card. I think it's a very good card. There's a few people on there that's a little questionable. I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't know about that. But I think that the main card is really, really good. And I'm really excited to see what happens. So yeah, now let's get into the cruiserweight division let's talk about that challenger series that happened let's talk about my opinions on where it is right now and yeah now this part is very exciting for me because i have not gotten to talk about cruiserweight with you guys yet and i'm very excited for the cruiserweight division i know it's a little a little small right now i think it's one of my it's my favorite division right now and call me biased for that but it is it is one of, if not the best, divisions, and I am so excited to see the future of that division, even with David reigning right now, which we'll get into. We'll talk about the Challenger Series, um, how that went down, and all of that, and what is going to happen in the future to continue to progress. So, we have some time to go through this let's go through the entire challenger series let's go through every match starting from the beginning let's talk about my feelings on these matches and go from there and so we start off at the top which is many people had this going down all the way we had david and john jacobs who is a character owned by me who john jacobs is trained by Packer Sr., and he is quite the heavy hitter, but he also now wrestles, so he was dropped by Packer Sr. after hearing about that. So, anyways, we started off with David winning by TKO in a buzzer beater at the end of round two over Agati for Smash, and David kind of just cruised through everyone here, but after that, we had Donkey, and we had him going up against Etuan Homie, and Etuan Homie just, just did not, or I'm sorry, he did, he won by decision over donkey i think that donkey would have won that fight if there was judges there personally then we had Eniab, who apparently is was an alt and so he's been suspended right now and that is crazy to think about going up against um honestly a really good fighter but Eniab came out again by another decision 
And then we had Starvin Marvin, who Starvin Marvin is amazing. I, I'm, he's one of my favorite fighters to watch. And he won. Then we had John Jacobs against Cyan Shai. I think it's called Cyan Shai. Um, anyways, but Packers won by TKO early in the second round. And he never looked back. After that, we had Floyd Woodley beating Joker. Um, and so honestly, we just keep going down this list of people and of who won, who won. And we kind of just narrow it down. And I'm going to narrow it down to a few people. Packers, David, Enieb, and um, Rock O'Neal. And Rock O'Neal beats Packers. and or I'm sorry, not Packers, John Jacobs, which who's trained by Packers. And this was very controversial. Many people were very pissed off about this, including myself. I think that John Jacobs won that fight. And we also have David versus Enieb. David wins in the second round by TKO. David goes and becomes the Cruiserweight champion. Now, we now have today's rankings and David still is champion and there looks like nobody's going to get that for right now but there has been word that I have some inside news that Lopica and Packers will be fighting very soon and that could decide the next championship and that is very exciting John Jacobs and Lopica will be going up Lopica has been tearing apart the cruiserweight division and I think if he can somehow be Packers he probably will become champion I'm t- I keep saying Packers I keep saying myself if he somehow beats John Jacobs, he will have a chance at the championship. But as of right now, I think John Jacobs is going to win that fight if it does happen at DFC 119. So we'll see. But Cruiserweight is looking kind of fun, and I'm interested to see what happens in the future. But now we're going to get into the, probably the final segment, unless I think of something off the top of my head. And this is the Requise Goat status. And this will be a short one because I really don't want to get into this but I'm a little annoyed about it. So let's talk about it. Okay, now let's just go to our friend Egg, who made some very controversial claims in ESPN. He said that Requis is the GOAT at heavyweight. And he even said it was controversial in this thing, but he basically said that between there's only a few people that he sees even as a chance that are better than him. And honestly, all three of these people, I think, are better than Requies. He had Carnage, Navy, and A-Rush. A-Rush dominated that division. He did not let go of that title. Same with Navy. And Navy dominated the entire DFC. And nobody could beat him. Nobody could beat him. And I'm sorry, but Requies would lose to Navy if it was a fight right now. If Navy was in his prime and Requies was in his prime. Same with A-Rush, in my opinion. And Carnage is debatable. But I think after Carnage went to jail for trying to kill Astro, he came back super fierce. And I think Carnage absolutely destroyed. But I could I could see you putting him ahead of Carnage. Honestly, it would if I had to make my rankings right now, it would go Navy, A-Rush, Requies, Carnage. But those are very controversial. People could replace them anytime. But personally, there's no way that Requise is the go to heavyweight. Um, I think there's no possible way for him unless he goes and wins like 10 straight with a championship. Because Navy is just so dominant. And he, if anybody remembers back to that time, he literally was so bored of winning, he just got rid of his title. And there is no possible way that you put Requise ahead of the guy who is literally the best fighter to ever step in the octagon in the DFC. And I'm, I don't know where he's coming from, but this is there's just no way. There's no way that he has that like that. 
And then even A-Rush, he... The thing with Raquise is that he has lost the title multiple times. And I don't think that you can call him the GOAT heavyweight when he hasn't consistently ran over everybody in that division. There are people in that division right now that I think could beat him very easily. And that's a discussion for another day. But I don't understand this GOAT conversation with with Raquise, and I don't think it makes any sense. So, yeah. I also want to talk about middleweight. Middleweight is completely fucked. There is nobody in that division right now, and I just hope the lower people get to move up the rankings and save that division, because right now it's completely absolute, like it's completely done, and there's nothing we can do. And that is, that's it. And I, I don't really, Requeese is not the go to heavyweight, and I think it's just a foolish, foolish claim by Egg. I think it's a very based, biased claim. And I, I don't know why we would even, like... I don't even know why we patronize that. I'm sorry. Because, like, that's it. I mean, I don't have anything more to say about that. I'm not going to keep rambling on about it. Requees is not the go to heavyweight. He will not become the go to heavyweight. There's no shot that happens. All right. Well, that was just me talking for... God, however long it is. If you stayed for this long, I'm very, very thankful for you doing that because this is the first TFC recap back and I just kind of rambled and then I want to know what people think of it. I think I think it was actually pretty good um, and I think that I definitely could do this in the future and I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but this was an episode of DFC recap and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, let us know in general chat what you want to see next by pinging me with your suggestion. And uh, this was Packers. See you next time.